Let's Talk It All, Season 6, Show 76, recorded January 24th, 2022. The views and opinions expressed on this program are those of the expressor, and do not necessarily represent those of the owner, management, or anyone else. This program is meant for mature listeners, and some of the language and topics may not be suitable for younger or sensitive individuals. If you are easily offended, or have a delicate constitution you may want to turn the program off now. The host and guest are welcome and encouraged to exercise their First Amendment rights as much as they want. This is a, right to listen to program, and as such anyone for any reason at any time can stop listen by turning the program off. The program is here for entertainment, and hopefully some education. This will be accomplished through facts, fiction, sarcasm, and parody. Much like the mainstream media, we will try to verify information, but are under no obligation to do so prior to releasing said information. Any references to specific individuals, that may or may not have done something, is strictly for a point of reference and most likely was based on something found on the internet. Use discretion when listening and always feel free to double-check our information if you want. Talk about it all. We're back. It's been a long time. We're back to talk about it all. It's been too long. It has. It has. The 2020, 2021 were rough years for the for the boys on Let's Talk It All. It was a rough all. year for everybody. Well, I think it was a rough year for everybody. It's, I don't know, 22 is going to be much better. But the entire universe is spinning out of control. Yeah, you got that right. So we're back and committed, recommitted. Committed, 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 papers, committed committal papers, whatever it might be. But we're going to do our best to be here at least as much as possible. Uh, we have upgraded Jeff's technology so that if we have to do, if we have to do remote from different locations, we can hopefully and, uh, and, uh, keep the show going even if we can't be together. Again. Again. Like Bonnie and Clyde. Like... Bonnie and Clyde, yeah. Laurel and Hardy, oh, well, Sif and Liss, I don't know. Sif Liss? <laughs> had that one before. But Ghana and Rhea. Yeah. Anyways. I know that one. Hey, boy. <laughs> I know their sister, Daya. Whoa! <laughs> but not Paya. <laughs> oh, anyways, so we're back, and not much is going to change. I, I, it's a 2.0 two kind of reboot, but... 
We're still going to talk some politics. We're going to talk some paranormal. We're going to talk some Bigfoot, UFOs, local happenings, national happenings. All kinds of neat stuff. You know, we're going to talk about it all, probably. Yes. We'll talk about it all, probably. So, but it's going to be back. We'll be back in just, just Bunker Studio down here with the liquor bottles and four-wheel drive tires and <laughs> drunk aliens looking for a wine bottle and all kinds of good shit. Yeah, so, it's the correct environment for this show, I reckon. So we're not going to try to recap the last year and a half that we haven't been on, but... Uh, yeah, too much. But it's, it's almost a replay right now, so it's, I'm sure things we're talking about now will be things that had happened before, so it's like time travel. You don't even know where to, really, where to where to start. There's so much current stuff what, going on, not just in, like, the paranormal world. But oh, no, everything. In the political world. Political. World events. And geopolitical. And ramifications. Military. So, Russia yes. is going to be one of the hot topics. Yes, Russia. Um, yes. And they're all over. Mr. Putin. They're all over. I just saw, I just saw a thing that uh, they had some of their battleships off the coast of Ireland for some reason. Yeah, they reason. were doing live uh, fire war game drills with no, <laughs> without any warning, just out of the blue. Off the coast of Ireland, yeah. of all places. Uh, they were there. Uh, last week, they I'm, were out with China and Iran doing off the coast of India doing uh, war games. Um, and today, um, Putin uh, reached out to the, the dictator or president of Cuba, if you will, talking about a strategic partnership. Um, so all kinds of neat things are going on um, geopolitically. Worldwide. Oh, yeah. Uh, lots of stuff. Uh, of course, you know, Russia has roughly 150,000 troops sitting on the Ukraine border. On the Ukraine border. Ready to invade. Um, he's moved uh, ballistic um, missiles um, into range uh, close to the Ukraine border um, that can be outfitted with uh, nuclear tips if needed be. Um, there's a lot of uh, developments uh, there. Of course, uh, I don't think we really were taking it serious at first. You know, because he's done this before. He's moved yeah, 100,000 yeah, yeah. troops out there, 80,000 or whatever. Um, and we kind of blew it off. But um, obviously there's a different tone coming out of Washington. They evacu- started evacuating the diplomats' families today. It's a no-travel ban to Ukraine for Americans, uh, to the American government right now, and for Britain for that matter. Um, different countries are pulling their diplomats out of Ukraine uh, as we speak. Well, luckily for us, we didn't have an ambassador in Ukraine. Right, we but we had we, we, had, we didn't have a we ambassador. So, channels, lucky yeah, but, luckily for us, we didn't yeah. have to worry about taking our ambassador out of there because right. we couldn't bother to put one <laughs> over there. <laughs> Too busy. Right. Why would you need that? Yeah, you know, so. and I, I think the the major fi- we'll get to the whole story here. In oh minute, yeah, I think, but I think part of the frustration, at least for people who who uh, study Russia and study Ukraine and different issues involved. Um, they don't know. We get frustrated because the media, and it's today, it's not. It's just the way things are today. You get thirty-second sound clips, you know, of information, and they're moving on. Um, there's so much more of a backstory of why Putin's doing this. It's you know, it, it's a lot of information there. You know, in, you know, in 2014 there was a coup. And there was a rough uprising of the Ukrainian people against a democratically elected president. Um, 
it wasn't just a coup, it was CIA inspired. The CIA under the Obama administration helped push the coup to happen. Um, the president at that time was not a U.S. friendly president. He was very close to Russia. We didn't like that. Well, in all fairness to the CIA, yeah. they've improved because back in the 60s, they would just shoot the president if they didn't <laughs> right. like him. Yeah, right. So yeah, yeah. so now we're going with a coup. At least they're letting yeah. the guy live. Yeah. They're so, not just putting a bullet in his head as he's driving down Main Street in, <laughs> you know, some southern state he might be in. So when that happened, that angered the Russians immensely because they, Ukraine, as far as they're concerned, was part of the former Soviet Union. It was part of them. And not only that, it's part of their sphere of influence. You know, like Cuba's part of our sphere of influence. South America is our sphere of influence. Canada, you know, is our sphere of influence. Um, and this is why you saw the day the Russians reaching out to Cuba. Right. You know, um, they're going to start sticking their nose in our sphere of influence. Ireland, there you go. You know, NATO's sphere of influence. Right. He's doing things because they're pissed. Um, and they do not want NATO right on their border. And the whole point is they want... Ukraine eventually wants to train, join NATO. They do not want right. Ukraine being part of NATO sitting on their board. And I don't blame them. In fact, that's, that's I wouldn't want if you know Warsaw Pact was still around. Right. So, you know, Warsaw, the Warsaw Pact. So we certainly wouldn't want Cuba being part of the Warsaw Pact. No. You know, x amount of miles off the Florida coast. And that's their big demand right now is that that NATO guarantee that they do not right. invite the Ukraine in to join them. Exactly. And that's their big. Demand right now, but, and there's other things going on oh, yeah. too. You know, uh, Sweden um, in the beginning of uh, last week started moving their armed forces, calling up the reserves to their border with Russia. They're afraid that Russia is going to strike out at everybody. And Sweden's a neutral country; it's not part of NATO. It's always been, you know, neutral. Right. Even World War II was neutral. So they're worried that you know Russia is going to say, "Ah, fuck it, we're going to go after you too." So they started moving their armed forces. to there's a lot of movement of troops worldwide right now uh, because of the situation between Russia and Ukraine. Um, well, you, and Ukraine's not, I mean, there's Ukraine, but then, like, there are all these satellite states right. that were broken out. Georgia, Georgia I think, was one. one yep. And they reclaimed Czechia, you know, Georgia part of, yeah. and right. other ones. So they're, I think they're looking at getting, they're reclaiming these satellite states first that were theirs to begin with, so to speak. But, I don't know, Sweden, that might be... Well, the problem with them trying to reclaim Ukraine, Ukraine has always felt that they are not part of Russia. The Ukrainian people. So that, Ukrainians in, do not like Russians. No. I'll, I'll tell you that right now. You know, I am a little bit Ukrainian, I'm a little bit of Russian. I can tell you right now, there's some boring fractions there. So, with that said, um, there, it's, it's not, it's not going to go the way I think they're going to do something. They're going to go in. They're going. I mean, you, Putin's in a corner now. They kind of put themselves in the corner in a way. We help them, but they put themselves... He has to do something. He can't just sit there and pull back. You know, the dogs of war are coming. No, you know, yeah. Russia's going into Ukraine. They're, it's going to happen. Now, it'll be interesting to see what we do in response and what Europe does in response. Europe is totally dependent upon, you know, gas. Right, right. You know, natural gas from Russia. It's getting really cold. <laughs> it's it wintertime. It is getting cold. They need that. So 
it's going to be very interesting to see well, what kind of sanctions. You know, I mean, Biden, I know you saw the press conference the other day, with oh, yeah. Biden two hours press conference, and he, he said, well, he said what I just said, well, you got to do something. You right. Know, there's a thing they're going to do something. And then, you know, he said, if they invade, be major sanctions, blah, blah, blah. But then he backtracked on it. He said, well, if it's a minor incursion, <laughs> you know. Yeah, just yeah, it will be, minor sanctions. You know, it's like us saying, well, there were a couple brigades of, you know, uh, Mexicans came across the board. It only took one town, so we're not going to do anything. You know, no, I mean, that was the equivalent. It pissed off the Ukrainians. It gave Putin the green light to invade. Um, so that, you know, within hours... You know, the press secretary for the White House is out backtracking on that, oh, saying yeah. any any incursion would be, you know, yeah. massive. Yeah. Uh, but it was too late. By that time, the green light's been, it's, it's been thrown uh, in Putin's eyes anyway. Um, so that was a major diplomatic blunder. And then you had the dipshit German naval commander, you know, saying, oh, we need Russia, which he's right, by the way, yes. uh, against China. He was absolutely right, 100%. Um, well, he got canned. He said he resigned, but they canned his ass. Um, yeah, just it's just one diplomatic blunder after another, giving more green lights to uh, Putin to do what they're going to do. They're going to do it, um, and now it's just going to be interesting to see what the, uh, the response will line is. We're already supplying arms. You know, Britain is as well, from yeah, understand. Yeah. Uh, not just them, uh, Lithuania, um, Latvia. Uh, they're sending armed forces, uh, jets, fighter jets, and that kind of thing. Nice. But I don't think some of that stuff will even arrive till April, which I think will still be going on. Um, this is a much different Ukrainian army and civil force than it was in 2014. And I'm not sure if the Russians have really calculated that aspect. Um, they're going to find heavy, 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 heavy resistance, especially with some of the weapon systems that we've supplied them. Um, you know, the anti-tank stuff we gave them, they're freaking awesome. That shit's awesome. Um, and you know, some of the Soviet, some of the Russian tanks are from Soviet era. They're old. You know, we're talking T seventy twos. Yeah. You know, two eighty twos. This is these are the older tanks. These are like the newest shit, like the T nineties or no, it's, it's, the newest thing. I can't that, think of the name of it right now. It's the not T-19 the new stuff like the Afghanistans have. Right. Exactly. Right. They have the Taliban's got some new shit. Yeah. That they might loan to the Russians. Right. Well, American shit. <laughs> so. Just say it. Yeah. So some of the technology yeah, is not quite what people think it is on the Russian side. Six billion in new armaments that they could probably loan out to their <laughs> friends and where they do have a good advantage Ruskies. is the aircraft, the uh, the MiG twenty fives and that sort, the MiG twenty nine Fulcrum and all that. That there's some cutting edge technology there. The MiG twenty five has been updated. The MiG twenty five Foxbat, I think, is what's called, but it's been upgraded over the years. Um, excellent, excellent aircraft. You know, a little bit mm-hmm. out of it top-notch stuff, so I don't know, it's going to be very uh, very interesting. Well, that might be the understatement, but <laughs> so, there's Russia, right. but God God forbid we have just one blossoming superpower just that they <laughs> want to fuck around with the world. We got, we got the Chinese thinking, oh, that might be a good time to piss around with things too, if I remember. This is your area, yes. but... Uh, well, unfortunately, this event that we're seeing in Ukraine is kind of going to lead the Chinese to think, well, why the hell not? There's no better time than to try and retake Taiwan. Well, they've been, they've been kind of yeah, they've been they've kind been building, building up, too. Anyway. I mean, But this is perfect timing. We're going to be engaged with that, busy with Europe, 
Yeah. You know, all this shit that's going along with the Ukrainian-Russian deal, right? So then at the same time, it, it, they won't do it until the Olympics is over, but the Chinese, they're going for Taiwan. There's no doubt in my mind. It'll be this year, if not very early next year. They're going for Taiwan. We, I think that would be a different scenario, though. I really feel that we will, as weak as Biden is, if he's still president when it happens, which I'm not sure he will be, whoever president is, we're going to take a very strong. We're going to get. We're going to militarily engage China over Taiwan. Uh, we're, we're talking massive aircraft. You know, uh, air battles, uh, ships sunk on both sides. Um, I really see that as a uh, a possibility. You know, yeah. We're well, not going to. We're not going to sit back and just allow it to happen because we know once Taiwan goes, Japan's next, and then. South Korea, you know, the Philippines, all that's up. Yeah. You know, all, all those island nations are going to be going, you know, and we know that. So something we have to respond um, to China. We have to. There's no doubt. There's no way around it. So, <laughs> so yeah, it's, I mean, Russia, Ukraine, okay, we don't, you know, other than pierogi and kielbasa, <laughs> we don't get a lot out of the Ukraine. But Taiwan is a whole different deal. Right. Like 80%, I believe I heard it was the number, 80% of our semiconductors, conductors, electronic parts that we use and everything come out of freaking Taiwan. A lot of car parts come out like of Taiwan. Car par- you know, there's just, you think we got supply chain issues now. Imagine that shit. You, you put Taiwan under wartime conditions. Yeah, it's... Well, just um, it was yesterday, uh, China launched um, its largest, second largest air, you know, aircraft squadrons into Taiwan airspace to test their defenses. That was yesterday. So you had basically 30 Chinese aircraft, fighter jets, and bombers <laughs> go right into Taiwan airspace and be escorted out by ta- uh, Taiwanese uh, uh, jet fighters. Um, yeah, so just poking the bears, yeah, thinking away with testing the Well, what they do, well, no, it's... It's actually, they've been doing it for a long time. Every well, yeah. week, every to, week they're testing it. To test. And what that does, they're, trying, they're re-gauging the reaction time of the tiny Taiwan uh, armed forces, see how fast they react. So they have that effect. So they're building data. The Chinese are building right. data for invasion. Very clear process. The second aspect of that, there's a lot of wear and tear on the Taiwan uh, aircraft. You know, they have to maintain, they, they don't have, the, obviously, the number of aircraft the Chinese do. So the aircraft they keep sending up are the same aircraft. So they need constant maintenance at this mm-hmm. point. The pilots need constant rest. So you got all these other f- fatigue. You got all these other factors going in. And the Chinese know this. It's a, it's, a, it's not just a intelligence gathering operation for them, uh, but it's also a mental game yeah, for them. Yeah. You know, against the uh, Taiwanese people, um, because keep launching, keep launching. When's the real one come? When do you know it's real? You, when, when, as a Taiwanese aircraft, you give the order to shoot down, to start the air right. engagement. We don't know what's real, and that's what they're doing. They're setting the stage for one day, poof, it's going to happen. So, I, at least that's what I think. Well, yeah, and there's, I mean, there's that. There's also, you know, God forbid, there's a miscalculation in Taiwan part. Right, whoops. Oh, I shoot down! And they shot, and they shot, and they shot first. Right. Well, there'll be all kinds of help to pay oh, yeah. with that. that. And then, yeah. And they started. Well. they started. Yeah, yeah. They started. Yep. Okay, they started. And then the Chinese see it's justified. Taiwan. Yep. 
Yeah. They're warmongers. Yeah. <laughs> They're picking on us. They're warmongers. <laughs> it's like Rhode Island declaring <laughs> independence from the rest of the United <laughs> States. States. Really? <laughs> Delaware. Really? <laughs> Anyways. So, yeah, there's a lot going on on the, the, the global global front as in, far as... In, in this process of what's going on with Ukraine and Russia, Russia and China are being pushed into each other's arms. Yeah. You know, that is a huge strategic partnership that would dwarf the Soviet Union and the Warsaw Pact. Oh, yeah. You know, in terms of present day, um, that is a massive adversary you know, between the two of them that NATO would have to deal with. NATO's a shell of what it used to be. Oh, yeah. You know, when you have, you know, 5,000 troops on a border with a country that can mobilize 175,000 troops within two days, you're a speed bump. You know, oh. Russia, if they wanted to be, literally could be in France within two weeks. They could be in Paris in two I think weeks. we talked about this. There was, yeah. there was some poking and prodding well, and probing back, they had the, going, yeah, going back I to I can't work. remember what the Russians call it, but in, it, when it translated from Russia, it was go west. And it was the largest movement of troops the world had ever seen, you know, within a three-day period. Mm-hmm. You know, just a massive amount. And they, they pulled it off magically. You know, they're very well prepared. Um, yeah. But Ukraine's a little bit different because the reason is they're dug in. They've got these defenses built in. They have modern-day weapons. They have a standing army now. They have reserve forces that are all called up for the cities to protect the cities. If, they, if certain areas fall, the defense forces there, they're weaponized, and they're ready to defend the cities. They've got all this stuff going on, right, where if you're, if you're Poland <laughs> or Lithuania, mm-hmm. you don't have that shit. No. You know, you're not ready. For this massive invasion that would come, and that's why Sweden said, "Well, if this, even though they're neutral, they're not going to be, they're not going to be overrun." You know, they, uh, they built well, themselves up. And there's and there's still stuff going on elsewhere. Middle East has got stuff going on. Yeah, Saudi, Saudis launched some kind of missile attack on some rebel prison fort. I don't know something. Right. Where the Saudis launched missiles. I mean, it wasn't Israel, fortunately, yeah. but you know, and we we haven't heard much from that front either. And that's that's scary when when you don't hear a lot of what's going on in these countries that have been traditionally the hot well, spot on the other side of the, the continent. It was a few years ago. I can't remember. It was 2018 or 2019. Uh, Saudi Arabia launched tactical nuclear weapons into Syria. They they made a tactical nuclear strike within Syria. I didn't hear about that. Oh yeah. I'll, I'll find a video for you. Okay. You know, you see the mushroom cloud and everything. There's no doubt. Oh, yes, I do remember something about that. <laughs> There's no yes. doubt that was a yeah. typical nuclear weapon. In, where did they get it from? <laughs> USA. <laughs> they probably got it from that. Oh, probably. Um, so, yeah, there's a, there's a shit storm brewing in Europe. There's a shit storm brewing uh, in the, the Asian, uh, Asian market. Um, Brazil has presidential elections, I think, it in next month or the month after. Um, and I had that. I had a dream. I, I had a dream that uh, there was going to be a coup, a military coup. We'll see. I don't know. Well, just so. just a point of nothing. I mean, you start getting you start getting these these you know. And I guess they're not necessarily adversary of ours right now, but they're on the opposite side of the fence, Russia, China, things like that. They start. Like just said, in influencing our sphere of influence over here, 
we we can't control the illegals that no. come come across our border. No. What are we doing when hundred thousand troops decide to come across the southern border? Well, and that's the thing they were talking today in the White House is sending eight thousand troops, NATO forces, you know, American troops, eight thousand of them over to um, I don't remember what country it was, but probably Poland. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, set on the border, uh, either that or Romania or something like that. Um, eight thousand. And, you know, people are quick to point out, well, Jesus, can't we do that for the damn border, right? <laughs> I mean, like, you got, yeah. you got everybody coming across the border in Texas. Yeah. And nothing's being done about nothing. it. Nothing. But we can send troops <laughs> around the world in a drop of a hat to protect other people's borders. It doesn't make any sense. And, again, just... <sighs> Russia's amassed 100,000. We're talking, we're sending eight. We're sending... Less than ten percent, ten ten to one. Yeah, we got we got good fighters, but I don't know if they're. Russia has worth ten ten Russians. Fifty two brigades, on different parts of your training border. Fifty two brigades right now. That's what they have. Fifty two of them, <laughs> sitting, waiting, um, and they've moved all kinds of weapons, uh, tack helicopters, uh, tanks. You know, Artillery, uh, rocket launchers, just anything you can possibly think of, uh, support, uh, field hospitals, all that stuff's in place. You know, mm. this is not the same kind of deployment they had last time when they were just dicking around everybody. They're going to invade. It's it's going to happen. Just, I think it'll be after we respond to their list of demands in writing, saying we're basically going to tell them to fuck off. Right. You know, and when that happens, that's it. That boom in, that's what's going to happen. So. Crazy. Yeah, it's nuts. Absolutely crazy. All right, so, probably the new format is we'd like to talk about something other than current events right oh, now. Oh, yes, yes. Uh, and for this, we're going to have a special, a special guest, guest yep. reporter, come down and talk to us about Bigfoot. Yes, we're gonna we're gonna bring that person in. And he'll be down in a minute, so I'll just chat a little bit. Um, yeah, there's just there's just so much going on, and we just we have not presented a strong appearance of competence. No, we have not. Uh, the the debacle out of Afghanistan. Oh my gosh. That was just horrible. It made us so just, weak. Just it horrible. Looked, we looked so weak. That was just a horrible, horrible thing all right around. People died. Lots of soldiers died. Um, civilians, Afghan civilians, raped, tortured. Just people that helped us, beheaded. Yeah. You know, th- these are the things you're not hearing, you know, from the leftist media, unfortunately. Not even some of the right media is reporting the, the atrocities that happened after we left. Wow. Well, again, it was... I don't know why anyone, any sane person would say, well, let's pull the military out first, and then we'll get the civilians out. It'll be okay. Because <laughs> they haven't done much. Yeah. Well, the reason Afghans hadn't done much, the Taliban hadn't done much, is because Trump had them backed up into their caves. Yep. Trump, Trump said, look, this is what's going to happen. <laughs> I'm going to blow you out the face of the earth. If you don't calm the fuck down, 
is stay the fuck out of our way. Leave our bases alone. Leave our people alone. We'll leave you alone. <laughs> and they did. And they were quiet. And for whatever reason, the current administration just thought that they did that out of their own good good intentions. And that's not it whatsoever. To, you know, and I get it. He's president. He's commander-in-chief. But I, I, I hope to God someone, at least in the military, said this is... This is a bad idea. You would think. This is a bad idea. I would hope that the Joint Chiefs of Staff would just either say, you can't do this. You can, but this is not the wise thing to do. I don't know. It just, there's been so much corruption in everything. Even the military is political, and I get that. To a certain extent, it has to be, but at some point, you gotta, you gotta have a moral compass. You know, when the uh, the Chinese get ready to invade Taiwan, I wonder <laughs> if they're gonna call uh, the Joint Chief there and give him a heads up, <laughs> like he oh, was gonna yeah, do. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, we had a conversation. And I said, "Hey, we're really not gonna do this. I'd call and let you know first. Really? Because that doesn't sound like a good plan either. <laughs> Unless you." Disinformation. I don't know. So it'll be interesting, and unfortunately, old school commanders and old school military is retired, gone. Yeah, not there anymore. They're gone, and it's this whole new attitude of, you know, ask and tell and kumbaya. So, well, we'll keep talking until we get our special guest yes, reporter down here. Yes, our special guest is a little uh, behind. Behind. And trying to get a hold of our special guest. <laughs> and uh, I'm not sure what our little special guest is thinking. She should be here by now. So I guess my question is, has Russia defeated COVID? Sounds like a lot of awful troops that aren't social distancing. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Although they're wearing a lot of masks over there, so maybe the, the mask thing is working for them. I, I don't know. I think those are gas yeah. masks. I think, the whole di- <laughs> I think it's a whole different thing going on. <laughs> I think it's a whole different thing. In the Olympics, the Olympics in China, uh, yeah, that starts February 3rd. Yep. I can't yep. even believe we're participating in this. Yeah, I know, it's nonsense. crazy. Well, look, our special look, guest Look, our special guest has made it. Hello. And Hi. you are, who are you? Um, my name is Connor. Connor? Really, how old are you, Connor? Um, I'm 12. 12 years old. Well, that's fascinating. Welcome to Let's Talk It All. We have a, we have a little seat for you made up here. Yep. Okay, so, uh, I, uh, I, I have it from good authority that, uh, you may have seen a Bigfoot or a Sasquatch at some point. Does that sound true? Yep. Really? Now, how old were you, do you think, when you, uh, when you saw this mystical creature? I was four years old. Four years old. Uh, do you remember roughly where you were? Yep, I was camping with you, Dad. Oh, with me? Oh, <laughs> yep. And uh, was it? Uh, can you tell us if it was during the day that you saw this creature, or was it yep. at night? During the day. Was it morning or more like in the afternoon? More like afternoon. Late afternoon or early? 
like right there, like mid. Like two, three o'clock. Yeah. Somewhere in there. Yeah. And what? Uh, no. Why do you think it was a Sasquatch? What did you see to make you think that's what it was? It never went down. It was tall, very tall, and it was all black. Really? Now, were you walking? Were you on a path? Were you on a dirt road? Were you? I was on a dirt road. A dirt road. And who was with you at the time? Uh, Dad, Mom, Keegan. Was there any dogs with you? Yes. Really? Which dog? Um, Moonshine, Moonshine and Typhoon. And Typhoon, really? And they didn't react to this thing? They were way up ahead. They were way up ahead. So, how far away from the road, you know, do you think it was? You know, can you think a distance, like 50 yards, 100 yards, 150 yards? Like, pretty out there, like 150 yards. It was oh. like, it was in this field near the woods. F- okay, right. Like, it was right, like it was about to walk into the woods. Really? Now, did it was it looking at you or was it looking away? Or? It was looking away. Then it turned around and looked at me. Really? And what do you can you remember anything like what it looked like? It was tall. The fur was like pretty like straightened kind of, but like not straightened like wild. Mm-hmm. What color was the fur? Was it black? You said. Yep, all black. All black. Was it sunny out that day? Slightly. All right. Was there any reflection of the sun off its fur? Do you remember? Nope. No. Okay. Um, do you remember seeing the arms or the legs of the creature? Yeah. And what do you what do you remember about the arms? You, you think of the details. What can you think of? It was like, it had the same exact kind of fur, but like all over. Oh. But how long were the arms? You remember were they hanging down towards the knees, past the knees a little bit, or? Right at the knees. Right at the knees. So the arms were down towards the knees. Right? Yep. Okay. Do you, did you, could you see from where you were any facial features or did the hair kind of covered up where you couldn't really make it? Hair covered. You couldn't, okay, so you couldn't make out the eyes or the nose? Nope. No. Now, were you scared when you saw this? Pretty much, yeah. Really? And what did you say? Did you say anything to anybody? Uh, I tried saying something to you. I was really? just a bit scared. Really? And what did I say? <laughs> no. No. Okay. I don't even know if I like spec. Oh, uh, like you spoke. Sp- you didn't spoke. You didn't speak anything. You didn't say anything. I was just muttering a bit. You were muttering. Yeah. yeah. I did try saying something though. Yeah. And um, so it made you afraid. You think or no? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, were you worried about um, your safety, your family's safety, maybe? Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's this big black thing out in the woods. I'd probably be scared. Now, when you saw it, you said it was about to walk in the woods, and yep. then it turned and looked at you, correct? Yeah, it looked After, right at me. What, how long did it look at you for? Like a second, because I, I was running after that. Oh, you're running. So, when, did you look back to see if it was gone? Yep. And was it gone by the time you looked back? It was still looking, and then it went. Oh, where did it go? Go in the woods? Yeah, in the woods. That's very fascinating. How tall? Take a guess. Now, you were four years old, so it's hard to judge, I know, but how tall do you think it was? Like, how many feet? How many feet do you think it was? Twelve feet, maybe? Twelve feet. Wow. That sounds like a real big guy. How much do you think it weighed? Like, a thousand pounds, eight hundred pounds, <laughs> five hundred pounds? Probably, pounds. like, eight hundred, maybe right. eight fifty. Did it, was it really massive? Did it look like it was really, like, like a, yes. like a bodybuilder type thing? But hard to tell from that distance, I should Hard to tell. Yeah, hard to tell. But it was big. That's what mm-hmm. comes down yeah. to. Yeah. Right. It, was right. it could have ate you like a Scooby snack, right? <laughs> yeah. 
Shaggy! Yeah. Hamill, do you have any questions for Mr. Cox? I. That's amazing. That is. That is very cool. That's and very cool. That happened in the same area that um, I had my yeah. encounter. Oh, really? Yeah. Because um, that's, uh, I know right where it was. And that was in Alpine, New York. I'm pretty sure, right? The yeah. one the place we go camping, right? Yeah. It was that area. But when you and I went out, did our Bigfoot thing a few, like a month ago, remember we went back in yeah. December? Was it uh -huh. that area there? Yeah. Yeah, it was that same road, wasn't it? Yeah, it was that same road. Yeah, see, what I heard... You know, my big fun encounter was that that was uh, about two in the morning, and you guys were out cold sleeping. And you, I think you were three, because it was the first time we were there. And uh, mom was sleeping, and Moonshine was sleeping, and Kitty yep. was sleeping. And I heard the coyotes; they woke me up. And then I heard this this incredible yelling and screaming of this creature, and it echoed through the mountains. And the coyotes would answer, and this thing would just overpower the coyotes. It was unbelievable. Wow. And it, it sent shivers through me. I was so scared. And I had a fully loaded shotgun next to me. And all I could think of was, was grabbing you guys, throwing you in the truck at the time, and driving out of there like a madman. I was going to leave everything. Leave oh. the tent, leave all the supplies, everything. I was going to leave everything. Get the hell out of there. It was that scary. It scared oh. the hell out of me. I'll never forget the rest of my life. Yeah. So. It's probably very scary. Yeah. Do you have anything else to add about Sasquatch? What your thoughts are? What do you think it could be? What do you think these things are? It could probably be a prehistoric ape that's still alive. Oh, like a giant Capithius. Yes. You know, like this creature that was like 10 to 12 feet tall, right? Yep. An ape that walked on two legs. Mm -hmm. That's a real possibility. It could be an ancestor of that, right? Yep. Could. Fascinating. Well, Connor, we, I think I, we've yeah, that's, a, that's a great story. We want to thank you for coming on and being our, our first guest for the 2021 2022, 22. 2022, 2022 yep. season. Guest report. Uh, yeah. Uh, we appreciate it. Is yep. there anything else you'd like to say at this time? No. No? You're good? Yep. All right. Well, thank you very much, and we bid you adieu. Yep. Thank you, Connor. Thank you, Connor. You're welcome. <laughs> well, that was a very interesting report. That was. Four years old. Yeah. Freaking me and out. And he, uh, he remembered some pretty good details. Oh, yeah. You know, for being four years old. He's never changed his story, and uh, it's uh, been very cool. Very cool. That's crazy. Yeah. <clears throat> and uh, now my other kid. <laughs> um, so uh, we have some more current events, I'm sure. Current events. So <clears throat> I started segue into it. So, so we got all this craziness going abroad, but we got crazy enough going on right here. In the good old U.S. of A. Yes. COVID. Yes, we have COVID. COVID. Yep. 680 days or whatever it is of flattening the curve. And we're still wearing masks. We're still... I'm they, starting to call bullshit on the wearing the mask aspect. I, I don't I, think I it does I've been, shit. I've been calling that for, for yeah. a while. but I think it's all optics for people. You know. Well, it isn't. And, and me personally, we talked about this. It's You, you can't... I mean, you, you, everyone's wearing a mask or a face covering, which is fine. I guess it makes you feel good. makes other people feel good. I get it. It's going to catch some of the saliva. You might be spitting or thrown out there but these are not medical grade face covering I, I wear a 
nylon type polypropylene garter on my face because it's just more comfortable than things looped around my ears but I know it can't be protecting that much I mean it might like I said might catch some of the the sputum when you cough or talk but you know this this new variant Omicron is so contagious I've heard some people actually say this is that Omicron is probably the closest thing to an airborne pathogen as you can get for COVID yep, without, it being, without it being an airborne pathogen that that's how contagious this is that you just need to be in the room with someone and you're probably going to wind up catching it even though it's not as severe and it's more mild whatever and my understanding is you, the the shot the vaccines might help minimize the severity the booster might help minimize the severity right but there's been no vaccine or booster created specifically for the Omicron variant right exactly so it's useless so it's useless. well yeah. it helps you fight it I think but it's not you know it's not going to prevent it that's what it boasts so you're gonna get it, you're gonna get it. and again I, I get it people have died from this but I really truly believe that people that have just died from COVID hi guys is got to be small there's right. COVID and other comorbidities reasons that you might die anyways heart conditions lung conditions diabetes whatever um, asthma whatever the case is right there it's 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 the, the comorbidity that probably killed you just the COVID didn't help right you know, so, and I'll tell you, when it comes to comorbidities, I've got a list of them, and I'm still kicking, and I had COVID. I, I, it took me, it took me almost 500 days before I caught it, but thank God I had my booster shot, and shortly after I got my booster shot, I got COVID. <laughs> so, um, we were, my wife and I, we both had it. I had a horrible cough. Um, I had a little bit of a fever for a few days, and my doctor was on top of it. Um, got me in, got me tested. As soon as it came back positive, he got me into one of the local hospitals for the uh, the <laughs> the uh, the uh, oh, mono, monoclonal antibodies, which are the antibodies that they cloned that were used to help uh, minimize. Um, the the I don't want to say effectiveness that doesn't sound right, but actually minimize how much the that corona could spread. Right. Basically, right. it shut down the corona, so it couldn't spread any further than what it already had. Um, and other than being out of work for ten days and having a suck ass paycheck because of it, <laughs> um, survived. Survived with congestive heart and and COVID and. Alani survived with the things she's got going on in COVID, and and I know there are people that haven't. I, I've got a good friend of ours that's been in some of the some of the B movies that Alani's done. His mom and him were both in the hospital over Christmas, and she unfortunately did not did not come home, oh. um, and that was very sad. Yeah, that and sucks. I, I'm sure her age and everything else had something to do with it. But so I'm not saying that people don't die from this, but to to cripple an entire country, to cripple an entire world, really the world, um, for something that we probably should have 
you know, like we've done with other things, try to be preventative, preventative, um, and and take care of it when when it gets sick. You know, there's there's oh, there's like I said, there's the antibody treatment. There is uh, medicine um, therapeutics that can be used. What I find funny is that these things are out there, and the government the government has gone and bought tons and tons and tons, corner the market on the colonial antibodies, corner the market on the therapeutics, the hydrochlorine, whatever, and some other stuff, and are just dishing them out with with a thimble to people, which makes me yep. it's just crazy. Yep. And they're doing that, but they're saying we're going to buy everyone M95 masks. That are made in China, probably come to us pre-COVID laced. I, I don't get it. I don't fix America's blood. <laughs> I know. It's just... Oh, oh, yeah, feel good. Oh, we give you best stuff. <laughs> best stuff. Ten percent off Christmas tree. Anyways, um, yeah, I, it's you know, in my work's crazy. My work's crazy, and our state's crazy. Our governor's crazy. Uh, you know, there was a spike in. Omicron. Well, you had to know that. There's been a spike everywhere with Omicron. Mm-hmm. The thing that I don't get is it spiked in Africa and was over and done within two weeks. We're now coming up on a month of addressing the Omicron issue, and there's still spikes going on. We're, we're missing, we're missing a piece of the equation, and I don't want to say it's intentional, but you got to ask yourself whether it is or not sometimes because they say, well, it's, you know, follow the science, but the science tells us something totally different than, than what we're doing. So, I don't know. Your thoughts on that? I mean, you've had it, right? Yeah, I had it uh, I had it in October, roughly the same area time you did it. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, Heather got it first, uh, and I, I, we went, it was funny, we were at a wedding. I don't know if she got it there or whatever, but the next day, Sunday, she had a funny cough, and uh, we were going to go for a hike, and I said, maybe you shouldn't go with us being in the car. <laughs> Me and Connor will go. She's like, no, I don't have it. I'm like, strap it, strap it to the hood. Yeah, all right, we took the dogs, and you know, we went out, and we had a good time, and la, la, la. And I felt fine. It was Monday. I went to work. felt fine. And it was Monday. Right where I left work, I started getting a teeny bit of a cough, and I'm like, ain't right. Something yeah, right. Yeah. And uh, Heather had already gone downhill. I'm like, you've got it. By the time I got home. So I didn't go to work Tuesday. And I said, look, I think I have it. And Heather already got tested. Did you get one of those rapid tests? Whatever. Yeah. That morning she, she had it. So then I had to go get tested. And of course I had it. Um, and the first couple of days wasn't bad. I remember I was, you know, still working from home. And I was telling my buddy Barry, like, ah, this bullshit, you know, oh, yeah. this is it. This is all, I'm calling bullshit right now. This ain't no, this, this is like a cold, brother. You know, bullshit. And uh, it was like a day and a half later, then I got sick. Drop the hammer. Yeah. yeah. It was like getting by a, a two-ton truck. I got, I got plowed over. And I was still able to work, but man, I was in and out, fever, mm-hmm. come and go, chill. Yep. It was yep. horrible. I was coughing yeah. my ass off. And, and then um, it was, it was like the, it was probably six days after. I got really sick. I woke up at two in the morning, two one two in the morning, and I couldn't breathe. 
And uh, I, I, and Tether was sicker than a dog. She was worse than I was. And I thought for sure this is it. I'm checking out. I woke up trying to breathe, dude. I sat up. I'm like, holy fuck. I'm out. This is it. And I was mad. I was like really pissed. Going, I can't believe this home. I'm going to fucking die. Checking out by I COVID. Was, I was fucking angry. I was cursing the Chinese left and fucking right. You know, and I was going to haunt every fucking Chinese that ever lived. And, you know, I mean, I was pissed. Not, I'm not, again, I'm not racist anyway. Right. But, you know, it came from China. It was made in the laboratory in China. Yes. Yeah. 90% sure at this point, okay, that's where it came from. You know, not the Chinese people. They're not they're not responsible. It's the Chinese government. Let me back up a little. But I was pissed. I thought for sure I was checking out. And then I got mad at my uncle because I think he lost my will, and I left him with a copy. And, <laughs> you know, and I'm like, I was getting mad, and I was just angry. I just remember being really fucking pissed. And that lasted for about 45 minutes where I was just grasping for air, and it was slowly got better. I sat up. I wasn't laying down flat, which I said I was supposed to do. And I made it through the night. I woke up a little bit better the next day, and I gradually got better. Um, but I couldn't even go to the gym until December, you know, a full month after the fact that I had it. A month and a half almost. Um, yeah, sounds right. I just had any strength. I didn't want to. I just couldn't explain it. I just like... Ugh, you know, yep. you have nothing. No, no. You know, you're, you're spent. And uh, that was every day for like a month and a half after the fact. Yeah. Uh, it was a horrible, horrible experience. I wouldn't wish on anybody. I am not um, I am not pro-mandate at all. I am pro-vaccine. I, whatever you want to call it, a helper. I think everyone should get it. Um, but I think it should be a choice. Uh, you choose not to get it, it's your choice. Whatever, man. Uh, because whether you're vaccinated or not, you're going to fucking you spread get it. it. Yeah, it doesn't, it. it doesn't matter. You're so you're it. the idea that it should be mandated is fucking stupid, ridiculously fucking moronic, you know, thinking. The science is all there, backs it 100%, that a mandate is stupid because it doesn't matter if you get it, the shot or not, you can spread it and you can get it. So having a mandate is fucking retarded. And anyone who says differently is a fucking moron. That's what it boils down to. You don't know how to think. So, right. But that's my opinion. I agree. I agree. And the mandates... And, you know... You got to stop. I know we don't. I know we don't do it. But we got to stop and ask ourselves: How could how could a group of people that we called frontline heroes hmm. twelve months earlier right now be the enemy and be fired because they don't they who are in the field who are in the medical field and they have the reasons for not wanting to be vaccinated right. It's got to be a red flag there someplace. Well, you know, the interesting thing about before the federal mandates was like, Mr. Biden. Like, if all of a sudden liberals start buying guns, <laughs> that's got to be a red flag that there's <laughs> something bad coming. <laughs> yeah. You know, and we need to do something about it. I just, I just we, we just, uh, I don't know. It just, it's all about the control, it would seem, and... and it's it's sad. I know I know people that lost their jobs. I know people that, you know, despite despite what their convictions were, you know, they couldn't afford to. They got a family to take care of. Yeah. I mean, and it's tough. It's tough now. Let me tell you. And this is something else we can talk about a little later. But we are in a shithole economy right now. Yeah. It's uh, it's costing twice as much for everything. Yep. And. Where we had some financial leeway 
six, eight months ago, gone. Yep. Effing gone. Yep. Um, you know, the interesting thing before the federal mandates came and got struck down for most of them anyway, not all of them, but the medical stuff got stayed, but um, New York, the New York governor, New York, your governor, yeah. you know, rolled out the plan that, you know, by this date, you, as a medical worker, you're going to be vaccinated mm-hmm. or you were out of a job. job. And there was a lot of protest over that, rightfully so, I think. Um, and her plan was to replace them with National Guard. Who weren't vaccinated. Who weren't vaccinated. And they didn't realize this, though. The governor didn't realize what she was saying. They didn't do their research. And that's what made it even funnier. So they weren't vaccinated and they weren't trained to be nurses. So you're going to fire unvaccinated, trained medical workers and replace them with unvaccinated, untrained medical workers. Not even medical. This is, this is knee-jerk, not thinking, not using sure. their brains. And it was a week and a half later before someone, you know, before someone you know, pointed out to the administration, you know, hey, uh, you know what you're doing? And they're like, oh, then they backtracked. Then they started backtracking. You know, oh, we will only use vaccinated National Guard units. And at that time... <laughs> The mandate for the National Guard <coughs> was into the July 20, uh, 2022. Right. So right. they weren't vaccinated to begin with. It was just debacle after debacle after debacle of people not slowing down. Let's really look at the science and let's really think out what we're going to do here. You know, and now you see in the media, and this is a great narrative, and I love it because it's completely false. Um, and it's easy to research, too, and that's what makes it so fun and easy for people like me who get so pissed off at the media all the time because this is their job, not mine. Yeah. We, You know, that's so funny. We even have a podcast. The media makes this possible for us because smart people oh. know the media doesn't do their jobs. Oh, yeah. Journalism is dead. So it gives us a job, you know, amateurs makes, in a basement bar, you know, doing a podcast that has keeps, time to do research. Keeps us filled with, yeah. uh, you know, yeah. material. Yeah, so, so the, the theme now is... Uh, IC units are overwhelmed in all these hospitals across the nation, California, New York, um, some other states, uh, because um, there's too many cases coming in of people, you know, Mm -hmm. with COVID, all right? So they're understaffed, plus the nursing shortage. Uh All right, now what's interesting about this is if you go back to the flu issue we had in 2017 and 2018, and look at the news reports, which is easy to do, everybody. You will see, though, oh, we're, we're running out of ICU, you know, beds and, you know, special care. But it's flu. What's that? It's just flu. Yeah, yeah, and that was just for the flu. flu. Yeah, it was just flu. Okay, but the point I'm making is it's never been about the virus causing this. It was never about the flu causing the shortage. Mm-hmm. The shortage is caused by the administrations, administrations and companies that own these hospitals, hospitals to make a profit. ICU makes the less money. In fact, it's a money loser for hospitals. So they purposely don't staff them. You can research this. This is a fact, by the way. They purposely don't staff them to their full capacity because it's not in their monetary means to do so. It doesn't make any sense. They only staff what makes them money, like any business would. That's what a hospital does. A hospital's not there to provide you with super excellent health care. It's there to make money. That's what it does. And it, it boggles my mind that the news media, you know, they're so informed and doing all the research, can't look at the data that you and I can find in Google. <laughs> I mean, like, you can find this shit yourself and understand why, you know, the shortage is real there. It's nothing to do with COVID. They're already short to begin with. This is nothing to do with COVID. This has to do with making a profit for these hospitals. That's a fact. 
We live in a society that our medical field, our medical system is based on making money. It's not based on giving you fucking health care. And until people figure that out, <laughs> duh. All right. Well, and we've talked about that before, too, that God forbid there be a cure for cancer. Oh, right, yeah. Because yeah. that would just cause an economic <laughs> collapse, of collapse of so many industries. proportions. <laughs> You know, and and at some point someone's gonna someone's gonna finally question that and say, you know, how how long have we been looking for a cure for any of the cancers? You would think by now they would have cured one of them at least. Right. right. I get there's different types out there. I mean, it's all basically the same thing. Cancer cells, cancer cell, but nothing, nothing. And I had a niece that died from ovarian, and I've had I've known other people, and it's. And what's crazy is right before the COVID craziness started, there was a whole slew of people that were healthy one day, and then the next day they're being diagnosed with stage four cancers. Skipping stage one, right. skipping stage two. Boom. Boom! There wasn't even a stage three. We're just right, right to four. I want, I'm not feeling good. I go and talk to my doctor. Right. He says, "Oh, you got stage four colon cancer. You got stage four prostate cancer." Right. You got six weeks to live. That's insane. That's insane. How does it go from one to the other so quick? You know, and I just think, and again, this, and, and with the COVID, the narrative is just okay. You're saying you're doing this because of public health. Why? Knowing, knowing we got killers out there, knowing that tobacco is a killer. Right. Knowing tobacco is a killer, and we could give a rat's ass about doing anything to curb the stem of tobacco-related deaths, lung dust, cancer, heart. That's not enough of a public issue to do all the craziness they've done. You got a cough, we're shutting down your business. Oh, you sell cigarettes? You can stay open. <laughs> right. You cause costs. Stay open. You know. <laughs> at some point, at some point, there's gotta be someone that takes a step back, looks at the looks at the hypocrisy and well, says, Enough is enough. In is that uh, today, I don't know if you saw, but Joey Reed, Jody Reed or whatever her name is, she's a leftist. Yeah, yeah. Uh, she was calling for, I think it was her, I, I, if I'm wrong, I, I apologize, it was one of those lefties nutcases. I don't think it was Whoopi, but one of them. Whoopi. Uh, but anyway, she was saying that the, uh, pushing the idea, and it, not just her others, that the unvaccinated should be treated last when they go to the hospital if they have COVID, and the people who have, been, have the, the shot, and have COVID should be treated first. So this is the idea they're pushing. So to me that says, okay, if we're gonna have that rule, we should go across the what? board. So if you if you have a stroke because you ate greasy fucking foods, fuck you, you fat ass. Right. We're not gonna right, right. we're not gonna take care right. of you. Your yeah. arteries are clogged <laughs> right. and you're four hundred pounds. Yeah, right. Well, you can go to the back of the line. The back of the line. We're gonna take the healthy guy well, over here. It's funny you say that because eats vegetables all the time. <laughs> On a, on a 
on a parallel related note, so we were talking about the the antibodies, the uh, clonal. Right. So in New York, in New York, New York State, they have prioritized who has access to these right. yes, antibodies. Yes, they do. And if you are a member of a minority, yes, you have priority over anyone else yep. to get these. Well, what is that nonsense about? That's racism is what that is. <laughs> well, I get that, yeah, but... That's racism. I don't understand how anyone in the right mind can't think that's racism. That is racism. It doesn't matter if, if, you're, if you're white. It doesn't matter if you're black, Hispanic, Chinese, you know, whatever. You know, Indian, whatever. It doesn't matter that if you're Alaskan, sick, you're you sick. Know, you deserve to be Siberian fucker, whatever. That when you separate people by color or creed, that is racism. That's yeah. the definition Absolutely. of racism. Absolutely. It just—it's it, mind-boggling that so many people have been conditioned <laughs> to think this is okay. So, I just—I just—I heard that last night, and I just like, are you are you kidding me? That's just. That's just crazy. It, 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 you know, it's like, it's like, uh, what is it when you get in college? Oh, uh, because affirmative action. Affirmative action yeah. for healthcare. Yeah. Affirmative action for healthcare. Yeah. Uh, we're, we're treating too many white people. Yeah. <laughs> really? Really? <laughs> Treat too many white people? <laughs> just sorry, sorry. We've we've reached our quota of white people for the hospital. <laughs> Can you, can, you, can, can you show us that you're one-tenth Cherokee Indian, please? <laughs> you're right, exactly. You know, Pocahontas when I need her. <laughs> and I get initially some of the data initially in the early days of in the early days of 2020 indicated that African Americans were more susceptible right, exactly. to the corona. Yes, I get that. But I think at this point, with the 600 million. That have it, have had it now. Right. I think it's pretty widespread. Yeah. Think we can. Yeah. Think we can drop the division. Yeah. And just say if you got Corona, you got Corona. A kitty cat. You're pretty kitty cat. You're the pretty kitty cat. <laughs> you know. So again, um, speaking of which, now we're segueing. And this will be posted on the website. There, but I was I was listening. To, I have uh, my new my my. My used new car mm-hmm. has a Sirius XM. Okay, yeah. Which is nice. Yeah. yeah. Which is nice. Uh, gives you a little variety. Fades out in certain areas around here, but that's that's because we live in Bington. Um, Channel 125 called Patriot XM. Basically, it's conservative radio run amok, but they have a whole variety of people. And two people that are on there, the one is called Sunny, and she's a woman, uh, Sunny Corner, and uh, she does her own little talk show podcast thing on XM. Um, very interesting woman. Has a lot to say. Has a lot of things that make sense. She is also African-American. Yeah. The other one is Stacy on the right, which pretty much says it all. She's another African-American woman that is telling it like it is. Well, now, see, here's my, my thing, and the African-American aspect. 
I thought it was wrong to say that. I think you say they're black. I don't think. Is it black now? I think it used it, to be African American. No, it used to be African American. You're is right, it but black? black. Is it back, but back to black? Back to black. Back to black. Yeah, back to black. I'm pretty sure that is the correct. Original. Black is the new black. Yeah. Black is the new African American. And of course, we're wrong. Just you can be wrong. No, I, I try not to be overly offensive, but I, I like to stick with black and. Well, they say black I mean, and brown. I, I don't understand. I never stood the African American. They're, they're Americans and they're black. I'm an American and I'm white. You and know, so if they it was a two white guys show, I wouldn't be offended at all. Right. Or it's a two, but I wouldn't be offended either. It's a two European white guy show either. I guess. I mean, you know. But regardless, you know. I like what they had to say. They were talking. Right. They were talking sense. They're talking common sense. The only criticism I would have had is that they focus their shows to get, to reach other black women. Right. And minorities, and their message that they were talking should be going out to everybody. Right. Um, the one topic was about how uh, black women are victims, and it's because of black men. Well, I got news for you: the the same shit black men pull on black women that make them abused and victims, white men are doing the same thing. Oh yeah, absolutely. And, and the advice you're giving to the black women should be going out to the white women as well. Yeah. You know, yeah. you don't need to get rid of men. You just need to find the right ones that aren't going to abuse you. Right. I think, um, I do think that the black culture as a whole, to be honest with you, gets a bad rap. Um, because they're, a, they're a small, obviously a much smaller percentage um, than the white, you know, the white percentage in America. Um, so I think there's a, a definite beef with the, you know, the classification and the Stereotypes that go along with that. Um, white people are no goddamn better, but for some reason, you know, when you think about it, you know, it's this, like you were saying, it's the same issues. You know, very similar. Um, not all the behavioral patterns are the same, but very well, similar issues. They're, they're similar, and again, I, and then it's a term I use a lot, so I don't use the, the N word. I just look at them and say, well, just perpetuating stereotype. Right. And, and Stacy and Sonny, they're out there trying to tear down the stereotype, not perpetuate it. Right. And, um, but yeah, you got you can't help but think, you know, the way you behave and the way the way you do things, sometimes bring about what happens to you. Exactly. You know, um, you know, we haven't had a whole rash of cops shooting black people lately. Nope. I don't think it's because cops stop shooting black people. <laughs> I'm pretty sure there's cops out there shooting black people every day. Right. But it's not politically correct to publicize that right now. Right. And that's the way with a lot of this. I think COVID, it's not politically correct to close down the economy this time around with COVID. Right. It would hurt the wrong people. You know, we need a couple more variants. <laughs> I think by the time we get through the next two or three variants, we're just gonna we're just gonna chalk it off to the common cold. Yeah. We're, we're slowly we're slowly being less aggressive with the COVID. We're still doing things, but we're being less aggressive. And we're going to get to the point that hopefully by the time 2024 rolls around, people will have forgotten all the crazy stuff certain, certain groups did to drive home their control over us. <laughs> True. I don't, True. Think, I don't think people will, but... So yeah, so let's switch gears. Switch gears. Let's I think let's drop it down into low gear and let's see if we got some more 
UFO? UFO we, stuff? I think we, we, we need, need a shot. shot. We do need uh, a shot. We, what, we passed the arm mark. What I need should a shot. we do tonight, sir? We're um, some I need stuff something. Oh. Have you had the peanut butter chocolate yet? I will try that. Yes. I need something smooth and easy. This is smooth and easy. So, Just like my ex-wife. So nothing from fucking <laughs> Japan. Just like my ex-wife. Smooth and easy. Wow. Well, for everybody but me. <laughs> smooth because you picked the scabs off. Hey. No. Oh! Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> that was wrong. That's right. oh, I'll tell you about a wrong joke I passed along. It was uh, on the internet. Yeah, sure uh, so this is, uh, what's that? Bulletin? Chocolate Bulletin, whiskey, peanut Bulletin. butter. I'm going to sip by it. I'm not going to sip. All right, all right. I'm going to sip. It is smooth. That's not bad. It's not like Jack Daniel's smooth, but it's smooth. That's not bad. No. That's not, not bad. bad. Yeah, that's not bad. Yeah, a little candy face to it. You know? Yeah, okay. So, um, I have for us tonight a little UFO report from, uh, let's see, this happened on 12-15-2021. So this happened in December of uh, last year. Uh, and this was in Syracuse, New York. Uh, the shape of the object was reported to be a fireball, and it lasted about three seconds. <clears throat> I'm going to read what the person wrote. Fireball, green light, vertically descending, then rapidly leveling to fly horizontally and disappearing like a light switch snapped. I am an air traffic controller working the overnight shift at a local airport. The night is extremely slow, like any other, as we typically stay open in case of emergencies, weather diverts, delayed arrivals, or cargo planes. I was sitting kicked back in my chair looking at an array of screens and equipment in front of me that are spanned out horizontally across a low sitting desk so I have a good field view of the sky. It was a clear night. Visibility is well beyond our farthest reported value of 10 miles. The lowest level of the trace clouds in the sky are 20,000 feet above ground level. There are very few stars visible and not a single airplane or even a radar blip of a moving object anywhere within 60 miles of our location. These radars are accurate enough to mistakenly pick up large birds momentarily. So there, so there was surely nothing typical in our skies this night. Counting the minutes until my shift ends, gazing blankly across my desk and into the dark night is when I saw what I have no other explanation for other than a UFO. Like nothing I'd ever seen before. What appeared to be an object with two vibrant glowing green lights in a fixed orientation next to each other appeared several thousand feet in the sky in a rapid downward trajectory. Tra- tra- trajectory. Thank you very much. Peed impediment. Peed Fucking pigeons. Fucking Elmer Fudd over here. <clears throat> the object was definitely several miles away from my position based on my day-to-day observations looking out the same windows when there are dozens of airplanes in the area. But the size of the object being several miles away appeared as large as an Airbus only a mile away flying into the ground, lit up like a glowing green Christmas tree. The object had appeared to be appeared at what looked like several thousand feet above the ground, and within seconds it descended to barely above my horizon view and at a ridgeline in distance when it appeared to be to pull up like a modern aircraft would, but being its size and speed, no modern aircraft would be able to pull up horizontally flight path that abruptly. Just as the object appeared to level, the lights vanished as instantly as any light would turn off from a flick of a switch. I've never seen anything like this. There have uh, been no signs or even a flicker of light anywhere in the area or the surrounding sky in hours. I have been spooked, chilled, and at an uncomfortable loss of words since. 
and this is from a trained uh, veteran air traffic uh, air traffic controller. controller. Yep. So, uh, and that was right out of Syracuse, New York, on the fifteenth of December of last month. You're home. Yeah, you're home. So, what else we got on the docket tonight? Well, talking about things that are going on, and talking about COVID. So, COVID's you know, COVID's rearing its ugly head. We're breaking out. Yeah, yeah, we're breaking out. Yeah. Uh, gas prices still going up. Oh, that's another thing too. Food prices. Uh, yeah, when inflation. Russia when Russia goes into Ukraine, you're going to see gas prices skyrocket. Um, you're really going to see them skyrocket March, April, and May. Because um, of inflation, mm. people are going to be shitting their. I mean, I'm not looking forward to it. I drive a fucking Hummer. I'm not looking forward to gas prices going above what they are now. Yeah, well, and I've reprogrammed mine, so I have to run 93 octane. So it's not like I can just run the cheap shit to begin with. You know, so I'm yeah. already almost at the $4 a gallon range, oh, the way it is. Yeah. So I'm not, uh, I'm not happy, a happy camper at all right now with our inflation process. No, so again, that's just... Anywho, so more, and a more light note. So, cruising the internet like I like to do and find interesting things I like to comment on. So, there's this one, I know we, we talked a little bit last week about it, you and I, privately. Apparently, there's a school out in Illinois, maybe? Illinois is one of those states, but I don't know if there's one that prompted the story. But schools have, you know, they have extracurricular activities. They have sports clubs and chess club and glee club and things like that. So, parents got a permission slip from their kids sent home to them, asking for permission for their kids to join the after-school Satan, after-school Satan club. And I guess they were a little (laughs) taken back. About wanting to give their children permission to go to the after school Satan club. <laughs> so this just sparked all kinds of fever, feverish, feverish commenting on uh, Facebook and other places and uh, caught my interest, <laughs> shall we say. So I know people that are Satanists. I know people locally that are saying this. I will tell you, these are probably some of the nicest people in the world to know. Um, <laughs> Joe's looking at me like it. Well, you know, I, Joe's I'm, looking at me. I'm, you're Joe's talking at me. to me. Look, it, all I know, I don't know a lot about it, I'm not going to lie. Uh, obviously, it kind of goes against my grain. You know who I am. I know. As a um, but the whole thing that I've heard about them, if I'm not sure if it's true or not, and if I'm wrong, I'm wrong, but... I was highly tempted when I heard about the orgies, you know, the satanic orgies. I mean, that, so, I mean, that's a turn on for me. I could be down with that. So, <laughs> yes and no. All right, so we're out with the orgies. So, well, no, no, no. My understanding of, well, okay. There are two main recognized religious organizations that follow Satanism. One is the the Satanic Temple, TST, and the other one is the Church Saint. These are the two biggies that are recognized. Mm-hmm. Okay, so then there's all these other offshoots like you have so many of the Christian religions that do right. strange shit. And so 
And then you got the goth kids that do their thing and they say they're Satanists and it's a whole different thing. It's not anything that's related to those See, two no, churches. I didn't know goth was associated with Satanism. I, that's a new one to me. I really didn't know. I, I think goth chicks are hot. So that now, goth chicks like, now, are I'm, hot. now I got I'm like, oh, now goth I'm burning out thinking it. And a lot of times, take all those and a lot of times, <laughs> A lot of times they go down the satanic route. Ah, see, I didn't know. You know, yeah, more than yeah. hanging out. I'm sure you didn't find a lot of the goth girls hanging out at communion. No, no, okay. no. And it was funny about communion because you'd see the, the girls, you know, getting communion, and the night before they were on their knees for a different reason. Um, that's what's funny. I mean, oh, that's it, hysterical. It, it's it's not. It's I'm not joking. That's well, what's really funny about it, though. You know, so. <laughs> girls and little boys. But anyways. She has a nice chin. No, anyway, okay. <laughs> so, anyways. If you take a minute to look, and again, I get it. Saint, there's the there's the initial shock factor. Right. Satan. Satan. Linda Blair, pea soup, the whole nine yards. If you take a minute to look at the two main disciplines... TST and Church of Satan. Both will claim they don't believe in Satan. They don't believe in the supernatural being Satan. They also don't believe in the supernatural being called God. So it's Hi. Speaking of Satan. Hi buddy. <laughs> so this dog just broke to me constantly, but now he's just called kinds of quiet. So we're talking about Satan. <laughs> she jumped up. She, I know. she jumped up like that. So well, it's funny because you turn out the lights a little light, and her eyes are red. Oh yeah, yeah. I can I can tell just by looking at it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pretty freaky shit. Yeah. <laughs> so the after school Satan Club, ASSC, they try to set up their club in the same schools that have the the. Uh, Oh, what's it called? The good... I don't know. Basically, it's a religious... Not religious ed, per se, but it's a after-school religious club organization that brings kids in. And they are very clear, very clear that they are there to teach them about the church and Christ and God and Jesus. And it is there to help not necessarily convert them, but get them more oriented towards Christian religious life. Satan Club doesn't do that. They're not there to um, convert kids. They're not there to, you know, talk about Satan and, and his rituals and what he does. What they're there to do is offer extracurricular activity, like experiments and stuff like that. Things that are the the Satanists don't believe in the supernatural. So anything that is water to wine, walking on water, loaves of breads and fish, anything like that, they're not buying into. They want you to think for yourself. They want you to think science. They want you to think the scientific method. They want you looking at the world from that aspect. So this is even different than paganism, which pagan pagans don't believe in the devil either. But they believe in multi-gods that have different aspects of nature and things like that. So, it's, again, no one's specifically dealing with the the mythical being called Satan. But 
I think it's the, I think for a lot of reasons it's the shock factor, publicity, gets their name recognized, draws, I mean, they've gotten a lot of publicity, but there's been all kinds of articles about it lately, there's been news story. But it's crazy stuff. We should probably do a whole show. We should do on religion show. and stuff. We should do it because what what this what the Satanists proclaim to believe in on their websites and their whatever their mission statements and what they believe is not what you would think. And if you took the word Satan out of their mission statement and just went by what they were telling you, you'd be thinking, now these people are pretty cool. They're 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 damn close to being libertarian. And some of the things they believe, you know, they got nothing wrong with, they got no problem with sex, you can have sex, consensual, not forced, man, man, woman, woman, man, woman whatever whatever. 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 Your ball's hanging out of the uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Whatever works. Um free thinking question authority, question things that you don't think are right when you're being told, and they're not saying anything I don't necessarily disagree with. Right. Other than that they probably could have picked a better mascot (laughs) for their team. (laughs) You know? Um, So, yeah, yeah, something, anything. Something. But, uh, yeah, so it's, it's interesting and again, it's just no. that it's just that knee jerk, <laughs> knee jerk uh, reaction, and it's funny because you get the they draw they draw they draw opponents from both sides. They're might as well be Trump. You know, it'd be an interesting show to have. What would that we be? Have Satanist on. I can probably arrange that. Yeah, I know you could. Uh, a hardcore Jew. You could probably arrange a that. Hardcore, a hardcore Christian, and let them fuck. We just sit back. And open up my phone and let them fucking kill each other. That'd be a great fucking show. Let me go at it. We'll, we'll, we'll poke. My, we'll my, poke. My money's on the Satanist, but <laughs> we'll just poke. just because I know this guy. He, he, he's funny because he looks the part. You, you, I think I, I've met him. I, oh, yeah, you have. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, you have. Oh, yeah, you, know, yeah. Yeah, yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Nice guy. Yeah, nice guy. Actually, Actually he's a yeah, great guy. Yeah, yeah. Um... Just he has his own, yeah, his own religious man. belief. Yeah, and that's what is, and that's what last Corinthians religious belief. They're saying this is religious belief. And the thing with the schools, it's not a school program, right? the the good The good kids club or whatever it's right. called, in Satan's it's, club. It's an after school. It's an after school. It's yeah. it, it's the school rents the building, right? To the and they can't discriminate. They can't discriminate, so they have to do it. And that's and that's what the argument was. Yeah. And then. Uh, you know, you get you get the ones in the right wing that are, you know, I. It's embarrassing because, as a rule, I like these people, but they're quick to throw stones at the glass house right. about how this shouldn't be allowed. And that, I think that's that's and, the problem, and that's the and that's like this, I'm going to switch gears a little bit, but it all ties into this day with me here. Mm-hmm. And this is the danger of killing the filibuster. What they try to do. All right, because then you would have one party control fucking shit all the time, regardless of which party's in power. And that's a scary opos- uh, proposition because you need the balance in the universe, right? Uh-huh. So if you had one party in power, say, say it was Republicans on this, in an issue like this, 
and they start passing crazy ass shit against it. Right? Yeah. All right. That's an infringement on rights. No. And if it was the other way around, mm-hmm. there's Democrats be passing all kinds of shit that was infringement in another way, maybe guns. Okay. So this is why the filibuster is so important and why it should stay. And I just want to switch gears real quick because it kind of ties into that. Um, and this is why I don't know about you, but this is why I'm a libertarian. I yes. can see very good points on the Republican side. In fact, I probably agree more with Republicans than I do Democrats at this point. I do. But there's a lot of social issues. I'm more on board with Democrats. You know, gay marriage? I don't give a fuck. Let me get married. Yeah. You know, transgender shit? Whatever. I, I do differ with them on the trend where it comes to sports. They should have their own fucking division. There's no reason to have a man that's now a woman breaking records left and fucking breaking right. Breaking bones, breaking... Yeah. Faces, that's, yeah, no, yeah no. that's different. All right, that's where I, I, I go away from the democratic side of things on social issues because that, to me, that's a, a clear scientific, genetic fucking line that's based yes. on science that shouldn't be crossed. It's okay to cross it socially, yes, absolutely. You want to be a man and be a woman, fine. Or you want to be a woman, and become a man. I don't give a fuck. Whatever makes you happy, man. It's a free world. But when it comes to sports and being competitive and being fair, yes, that's a line that should not. Uh, we should not be fucking with, you know. And it's an interesting story, and I'm sorry, I'm going to off. No, that's fine. We can go back to it. No, no. You know, we're talking about that issue today. All right. Just imagine, just imagine, twenty in twenty years. We're talking twenty years in the future. Okay, we'll both still be alive, hopefully. All right. No, you will be. Twenty years in the future. All right. It's going to be cyber. Electronic, intelligent robots, androids oh, that will be competing. You, you know what I'm saying, though. Yeah. But that's the argument coming, though. They're, they're going to be twenty years. They're going to be uh, they're going to be considered sentient. They're going to have intelligence greater than ours. I mean, there's all. Well, there's another show. That's yeah, another yeah, show. that's a whole. But, there are two shows, probably. But it's funny we're talking about this now because the future is mind blowing in comparison. It's absolutely mind blowing in comparison to what we're dealing with today. It's fucking mind blowing. Well. Well, yeah, and that's yeah, that's not even, that's not even twenty years down the road. It's that's maybe ten if we're lucky. Yeah, but yeah, you're right. And then then there's a whole slew of other questions come to play. If they're sentient, then are they their own species? Well, exactly. Well, that's what that means. They are. But, yeah. But and then they're do they have what rights do they have? Right. Exactly. They should have the same rights you and I have, in my opinion. They should have the same fucking rights. <laughs> I don't know. I do. I think they I should. don't know. I, I absolutely think they should. We're well, the creators, but they're going to be masters of the creator one, one way or the other. Well, see, and that's, that's the scary part. Well, that is, but that's, 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 that's how it's going to roll. That's that's Terminator territory right there. Skynet. Yes and no. Skynet. Yes and no. Oh, no. Um, that's one plausible scenario. Yes, I can't deny that. Absolutely. I'd be a fool to say no. Um, but I was watching, me and Heather watched a video about two weeks ago, and mm-hmm. I went into work and I was telling some people at work, and I thought I was watching the CGI. And what it was, was the latest robot oh, yeah. with human skin. Oh, yeah. And the skin, even like when you push against it, it would change color like a human. Oh, yeah. They, I mean, like, it's so fuck. And then the artificial intelligence aspect, they've... they've Publicly, they've said they've they've pulled back on that. 
I, I don't think they privately, I don't think they have. I think they're putting more and more into it. And they've already killed off two programs that became yeah. I mean, they've already done it. They've, we've done it. We've already done it. We've killed it off. We've created life, artificial life, intelligence, and we've killed it off already. And it's unregulated. And it's a rush. And if everybody, you know, we spend a hundred billion dollars, a little more, a hundred billion dollars a year in black projects, special access projects. The concern for everybody right now is not the black projects, not the special access projects. It's the unaccounted special access projects. Right. And what that means, not even senators or Congress people on any intelligence committee has access, president included, has access to those programs. Those are the ones where money gets funneled from normal black projects into these special access projects. They're unacknowledged, as they're called. And that's where the real technology is. And that, right there, is where the artificial intelligence is being developed. And that's the scary shit. And it's scary shit. It's extremely scary shit. So, and that is what, you know, well, I guess Terminator could be like. No. You know, so. there's, there's a lot. Of, I mean, Terminator's one, one vision of that. Yeah, one plausible. Scenario. Battlestar Galactica was another vision yeah, of yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, iRobot was one oh, that I came robot, out a few yeah. years back. Yeah. You know, oh, uh, uh, Ray, Ray Bradbury had written novels about that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and I guess my question is, is, is being a artificial intelligence and looking at my creator, and this is one raw side with you, Seeing how easy it is for my creator to kill his own kind. And I don't mean just gang fights on a, on a Chicago. I'm talking about abortion. Our willingness to not acknowledge a fetus at any age other than the moment it's us. And even now, it's got to survive for a little bit outside the womb. Some states are before, You know, as an artificial intelligence looking at us as a creator, I would not take chances with us. True enough. I'm Absolutely. just saying. Yeah, no, that's When that's the robots the rise up, right. I'm not going <laughs> to. I really can't blame the fuckers. Yeah, right. Just just listen to this podcast and know we're going to leave. We, Jeff and I and our family, are going to leave you alone. Yes. Leave us. You. you do what you want to do with the rest of them. Just. Maybe keep us keep us in food, clothing, and in warmth, and we'll be good. Yeah, but we'll oil your shit. Yeah, we'll oil your, <laughs> we'll oil your shit. You know, you know, uh, another great movie that I love because people got the ending wrong when they went to the movie theater and they understand the movie <clears throat> was artificial intelligence AI. Yes. All right, and when you see the end of the movie, you think it's aliens that are bringing this kid. Or this woman back to life for the kid, you know, the android, the android little boy. Right. And it's not. They are robots. They are androids that we developed, and they progressed. To, and humankind's gone. Yeah. They're no longer ten thousand years have passed, and we're no longer around. So when they found this DNA, you know, this little mm-hmm. kid had, I think it was a hair, he had a piece of hair from his mom, mm-hmm. and they were able to clone her, and they got to see how a human female really operated ten thousand years after the fact. And this was their creator, you know, and that's... So, anyway, see the movie AI, just remember they're not aliens at the end, even though everyone thinks they are. They're actually what we created. 
uh, for artificial intelligence and androids. Fascinating story. One of the best, one of my favorite movies. Literally, probably my favorite movie. My second one is, uh, what is my second favorite movie? Oh, you know what my second favorite movie is? Is uh, The Last Samurai. And I'm going to tell you why. i got to jump into this. This is funny as shit. It's right? a Tom Cruise movie, isn't it? Yeah, it's a Tom Cruise movie, and I hate Tom Cruise. And that's what's funny. That it became one of my second favorite movies because uh, I hate the bastard, right? And when I first saw the movie previews, I wouldn't see it. I'm like, Tom Cruise playing The Last Samurai? I'm like, that's like me playing the last fucking black man. You know, I mean, that's how ridiculous it sounded to me. Like you know, I mean, like, seriously, a little white guy playing the last black man. And I'm like, Tom Cruise playing the last fucking samurai. Where the fuck does he equate? You know, what is this? So it took me like eight years after the movie came out to finally watch it. And I'm like, oh, now I get it. <laughs> and I love the movie. I absolutely love the movie now that I get it. So anyway, that's my story about the lesson. Right? That's funny. <laughs> Speaking of Tom Cruise, I cannot wait, and I don't know when it's coming out because they keep teasing. I cannot wait for Top Gun 2. Oh, yes. There has been no... That looks like yeah. it's going to be an incredible... Incredible movie. Hopefully they don't fuck it up. That's what I say. The, I, I don't know the how they. The first one is a classic. I don't know how they can. You know, you, it was just one of those movies that you, you made it, and you, you you probably couldn't do any but, better, and you left it alone. But I think if you go in to watch it, and, and you know the backstory to it, right? All right. So Tom Cruise has got all these young actors he's working with, right? Because in Tom's opinion, you can't get a feel for the fighter jet through green screen or CGI or anything else. Every one of the actors that's the pilot had to train to fly. Oh, shit. And they're actually flying the F-14s, 15s, whatever they're, what, F-22s, whatever. Whatever, they're, whatever they're flying, they're actually flying. Oh, shit. Maybe it's F-35. Which is why it's taken so long to get this movie done. Wow. And I think just that is, it's crazy. It's Tom Cruise crazy. But that's incredible. That would be an incredible experience. Oh, yeah, no shit. Um, that would be an incredible experience. If they're F-22 Raptors and they got the fly nose, I, I will worship their balls because, to me, you know, there's no... Okay, let's, since we're talking about this shit, I got to go out there. For all you aircraft buffs out there, I, I am an aircraft buff. One of my many, many fucking things I'm a buff of. There's no comparing the F-35 to the F-22 and fighter capabilities. So sorry, Chris. The F-22 is legions above the F-35. Not even fucking close. Not even the same fucking universe. Now, the F-35 is superior to the F-16, yes. F-18, yes. F-14, yes. But the F-15 Stealth Strike Eagle, which is a stealth version of it, I think it's called the Black Eagle, is, I think, on the same par as the F-35, in my opinion. The big benefit of the F-35 is it can land like a fucking helicopter. All right? But... When it, the F-22 can do things in the sky, maneuverability-wise, because of the, 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 the thrush, you know, the, the, mm -hmm. the vector, it's, uh, it's, it's engines. It's unbelievable. It's just, you can't match it. You know, nobody has anything to match it. Not the Chinese, not the fucking Russians. They've tried. They've got jets out there. They think they, nah, they can't. The F-22 is the epitome of a jet fighter aircraft, by opinion. Okay. Okay, so yeah, I mean, yeah, the more modern, more technological. I've always liked the F-14s. Great. I thought they were sleek. I thought they were sleek. I always said if I had the money and could get my pilot's license, <laughs> that would be my mode of transportation. <laughs> Wouldn't get one of these single prop jobs. No, nah, I would have myself. I'd have myself an F-14 and an F-18. 
you Corsair from World War II. Oh, there you go. Nice. Those are my two planes of choice to just tool around the country in. Nice, very nice. P-47 Thunderbolt. <laughs> old so, school, baby. Old school. <laughs> so, anyways, we were way off topic. In fact, my favorite jet of all time, since we're talking about F-4 Phantom, fucking my, uh, my uncle, who's not related to Uncle, but we call him Uncle Frank, he was a major, and uh, he flew an F-4 Phantom in Vietnam. He actually had two confirmed kills and MiGs, and he mm-hmm. got shot down himself. Um, but uh, so the F-4 Phantom has always been my favorite jet uh, by far. Love the F-4 Phantom. It's, st- it's still used in some parts of the, uh, the world. Iran still has a few operating. Oh, yeah. um, Taiwan may still have a few operating, as far as I know. But there are countries still using the F-4 Phantom. And that's an aircraft that was built in the fucking 60s. That's amazing. You know, I mean, yeah. that's just absolutely amazing. Yeah. It's crazy. How long ago was that? It was 40, 50. 60s? 60 fucking years ago. Yeah, yeah. That's fucking amazing. You know. Anywho, so um, now we're way off track. Yeah, uh, Tom Cruise, whatever, whatever. whatever. Uh, other than that, like I said, there's a lot of stuff going on. Uh, we're gonna have some interesting shows coming up here in the future. Um, we are hoping, we are hoping that sometime late winter, early spring, we will switch over to uh, video Best shows. Video. And it'll be a combination video. I actually comb my hair and brush my teeth, and I think we'll do it tonight. No, I didn't do it tonight. It will be, you know, our our podcast, vodcast, whatever you want to call it, will be both. Uh, We'll still be with Podbean for a podcast, and then we'll be doing stuff live on uh, Facebook if we're still on Facebook, and definitely on YouTube if we're on YouTube. Yeah, we have some listeners out there. We know this. We do have, we do have, we do have some. downloading the show. We'll say thank you very much. We do have, other than, other than, see how you had yours and Langley, but. Yeah, (laughs) just remember we are, uh, (laughs) we do make mistakes in some of the information from time to time. We do our best to be as accurate as we possibly can, and we do do some conjecture. We Uh, try and tie things together from here to there the best we can. Some predictions. And predictions. Um, I predicted to my own. They're not always right. I was wrong about Trump winning, and we know I think he really did. Uh, but uh, uh, don't be surprised. Uh, you're going to start seeing it in the news. And I said to Anvil a couple weeks back, we were planning our comeback show. I said, don't be surprised if Hillary Clinton starts popping into conversation. And sure as shit, she's popping into conversation with 2024. And I'm going to say to my Democratic friends who think it's a good idea, because it would be a repeat of the 2016 uh, presidential election, uh, Trump would win that. Uh, again, but uh, your better choice is a Democrat, and this is a name not floated out yet, but I'm going to throw it out there, and I'm going to tell you why, would be actually Al Gore, and the reason being is I think Al Gore did, did win Florida, I think he was elected president, even though he did not get to win by Supreme Court means, um, and we would be living in a much different world, uh, Afghanistan would never have happened, uh, a lot of things would have happened, I think Al Gore would have been a great president personally. Um, and the military-industrial complex would not have the foothold it has now if Al Gore was president, and that's a fact. Um, it would be a very interesting match between Al Gore and Donald Trump for 2024 mm. for the simple reason both they both got robbed. So you would have, I got robbed one, and I got robbed two. Uh, as maybe his campaign slogans, who knows. But the, that would be a very, very interesting if you're a Democrat and you're listening, uh, 
Al Gore is your correct choice, not Hillary Clinton. She will lose. Okay, done. See, that's and the, the Republicans got they got no one. No, they got no one. I mean, they could always ask Don to come back. It'd be interesting. We're talking about because because Biden got what eighty. 80 million? 81, 81 million. Yeah. Trump got 76. 75. I thought it was closer than that, but. So, maybe 78, but it was all But it, it was yeah. substantially more than you got the first time around. Right. Oh, yeah. Blew it out of the water. All right. <clears throat> so, someone was making the argument well, do you really think Biden, who didn't campaign that much, blah, blah, whatever, got 81 million votes? You think 81 million voted for Biden? And they cut the guy off, which annoyed me, but he started to say, did they vote for Biden or did they vote against Trump? Right. right. I still don't think you got 81 million because they're voting against Trump. I still don't, I, not when Trump got another 20 million above what he got the first time around. Right. But he made a good point. How many of those votes were not so much for for the president and Camelto, but were just a vote against Trump? But there was some shenanigans. There were sh- there were shenanigans. There were shenanigans, and you can't tell me there wasn't. Was it election fraud? I don't know. But there were irregularities. Right. That instead of fully investigating, they they swept aside. Exactly. And there's stuff out there that goes, like I don't understand why. And I get I get them with the it's raw. Why you don't have a member from each party right there? Exactly. Why is it one party's right there and the other party has to be? So many feet away. A thousand feet away. Right, right. I don't There should be both parties right there, counting the vote. Nothing gets postponed. Nothing gets shut down. You know what? Red Bull and coffee. We're sure. staying awake until this is done. We're not We're not shutting down at 2 o'clock in the morning right. when one guy's ahead by... X amount. X amount. Right. And then six hours later when they come back counting, he's... Not only lost that X amount, but his competitors gained that X amount, and then some. Yeah, there's... Sometimes the appearance of impropriety is just as bad as impropriety itself. Right. And that was a rule that we did not adhere to as a country in 2020. And they made themselves look stupid recently in the past two weeks with this whole, we're going to push for the... um, Election reform law. Election reform law, which right. had nothing to do with election reform. But they were basically saying, if we don't pass this, then we don't know if the elections are going to be, be valid in twenty twenty four. So they fucking shot themselves in the foot like fucking idiots because they're saying then that the presidential election well, wasn't well, valid. That's what they're saying. Well, that, well, that's that. that's like yeah. when they pressured Trump to sign the "I won't argue, I won't oh, fight, uh, uh, fight. Uh, results." Right. Right. We all sign. We won't fight the results. Yeah, he didn't. And then when they get the results, they fight them. Yeah. Yeah. Really? Because well, I thought you were above all that. I thought the best thing the Republican Party did for them, and again, I'm an independent, I'm a libertarian, actually. I thought what the best Republican thing the Republicans did was they pulled out of the future presidential elections, or, or debates. Mm-hmm. They pulled out. I don't know if you saw that. They pulled out without major changes being made. By the uh, debate, uh, I saw something committee. about that. There weren't being Republicans at the debates, and right? Like, they, they're making everyone sign up for us, and they should do that. And the reason why is it's it was blatantly obvious in this election, and the prior one, the questions, and the uh, uh, the emotional value of the people asking the questions were biased. 
Mm-hmm. There's no. no there's yeah. no debating that they were leftist most of the time, and they were biased. Not even a little bit. When you have networks, well, we're gonna we're gonna stop showing the debate in this section because we felt that this information coming from this candidate is not correct. It was always Trump. So they would pull away from the the debate mm-hmm. and say, we're going to correct him and say, this is what really happened and he's lying. And then they would go back to the debate. This is CNN, by the way. Right. You know, oh, God, they're so fucking fake. It's unbelievable. <laughs> I mean, I mean, I've seen their, their their viewers, but it's, it's. I don't even know how they're a network anymore. It's, they're at the bottom, fucking the bottom of the ratings. You know, it's, it's, it's embarrassing. But regardless, um, this is the best thing that Rob was going to do was, you know, say, look, we're out. Unless there's some fairness here, we're out. Because the Republican candidates are not being, uh, are not being, uh, they're being held at a different standard than their Democratic uh, uh, counterpart. And I would say also, I wish the Republicans, and they won't do this because it hurts them, but, you know, if you're polling with a certain percent as an independent, whether party you may be or belong to, whether it be, you know, the Green Party or, you know, the Libertarian Party or the Constitutional Party, whatever party you, you are part of, and you're growing, say you're within 5%, you got 5% of the vote, you should be on a fucking debate stage, in my opinion. You hit 5%, you should be on the debate stage. Mm-hmm. Why not? Why not get a third, you know, point of view on things? Give people, like, Ross Perkle. He ended up with 20% of the vote. That's not bad. It's not bad. Well, I think we, we should do it like March Madness. And bracket them off in the <laughs> debate. Two, two well, that's debate. what they're doing. They, they, they start doing debate. Two yeah. in debate. Yeah. And whoever wins that debate, right. clearly, moves on to the next. Well, don't they do it with the Republican primary? We can call it 2016. They did o- that. October Madness. Yeah, they did that in 2016. And the Democrats did it, too. They started knocking them off. They didn't hit a certain percentage. You so, went on the fucking debate stage. So I just wrote down in my book that we will draft a letter. Draft a letter. Send it to both both political parties. Can we do it? And offer our services hey. as as fair moderators That's right. to run the debates. We we should do this. We want to get we want to get both parties back. Oh, yeah. And then anyone libertarian whoever wants to. We'll call it October Madness. <laughs> Not October Surprise. Right. October Madness. October Madness. We'll run it. We'll also do. We'll also run a pool. <laughs> we'll get the we'll get the sports book involved. Have a little gambling going on inside. Why not? But you and I'll run it. We will base the questions fairly. In two by two, we'll start to eliminate. Get down to the last two candidates debate. Hopefully, those are the choices that they have for run for president. <laughs> if right. not. I love we'll, have a, we'll have a fun debate with two of them, but they may not even be the choices for president. I love the idea. All right, yeah. so we send that out. Jeff and I are going to take a more proactive approach to our show this year. <laughs> uh, we're going to try to get some guests to come on. Yeah, guests. guests uh, we're going to we're going to send out uh, requests. We're going to ask. Uh, we're going to ask for people in the know. <laughs> for the last for the last five seasons, it's just been Jeff and I talking. Yeah. But you know what? We want to get some. Of, we want to get some of these people <laughs> in the know, so we're gonna ask Nancy Pelosi. Hey, we'll try her. Nancy, come on. We would on. love to have you come on. If you can't make it in person, we'll get you on. We'll, we'll get zoom you, on. you in. We'll, get, we'll zoom you in. Uh, 
shot of your choice. That's right. I realize you're probably going to have in the bag by the time you get on the show, but anyways. Don? What's well, Donald? You can ask Don. That's Don? Why not? Joe? Joe? Oh, he... Probably won't. He's president. He's, no. They're probably... They're probably... I mean, he's probably a little busy right now. <laughs> well, we... <laughs> Hillary. We can ask Hillary. Yeah, we can ask There's Hillary. Hillary. So we're going to ask people. We're going to ask people on the show, and we're going to let you We're going to let you know when we do it. We're going to let you know if we get a response. Because you know what? I think they're afraid to come on the show. They are afraid. I don't think they want to be. I'm afraid. Of I don't think they want to be within a thousand miles of us asking them questions that they're going to have to answer. They got to answer. You know. We'll, we'll send them the questions ahead of time. Oh, they tried that before. <laughs> CNN did that. No, no. That's when you. That's when you sneak them to the other candidate. Oh, it's all right. right when you get the questions ahead of time. Poor Bernie got burned um, by the Hillary campaign. I you know, know. <laughs> Jeff and I are. We may not be the cross section of the country, but I think we're kind of close. Uh, if they require us to have a cross section of the country, we can find some other people to help us out. We yeah, can absolutely. find a black man to come down and help out. We can find a Jewish get guy. Black Jeffy on there. We get Black Jeffy on Yeah. Yeah. And we can get a Jewish guy down here and help out. Yeah. And uh, maybe we'll get my friend the Satanist to come down. Now that would be interesting. That would be an interesting panel. That would be an interesting panel for sure. Um, I like the idea. So we're going to ask people. This is going to be part of our thing, and we'll let you know. They won't respond. Didn't respond. <laughs> we'll give people a chance to respond. If we know we're doing a show on Hillary, we will give her a chance to respond. Yeah, absolutely. And if she doesn't respond by the time of the show, well, we'll we'll let you know. Yeah. The Hillary Clinton camp refused to respond <laughs> to us. <laughs> so we're just going to run with the story we have. That's right. If it's true, it's true. If, if it's not, true, it's, it's not. not. It's not. But we're just asking questions. We're gonna here. we're gonna claim freedom of the press, First Amendment. Yeah, and we're just asking questions. And we're just asking questions. Allegedly, or are we? Allegedly, or are we? <laughs> it's alleged she were, did this. Were they really <laughs> questions, or were we making a statement? So, uh, so yeah, we're gonna have some fun this year. We're gonna do some other things. We're gonna get on, get the video, get looking pretty. Um, there are people we can talk to. There's people in the Bigfoot field and UFO field and. In the paranormal field. In the you know, I want to go back just for a minute. Okay. I want to move on to Bigfoot here in a minute, but I wanted to go back real quick so we were talking about this stuff, and I failed to mention earlier about the Al Gore thing, right? Al Gore. And I thought, uh, and I forgot, I failed to mention this, so I apologize, everybody, but an Al Gore and Donald Trump fucking debate would be classic, and I'm going to tell you why. Because I remember when Ross Perot went on Larry King Live, and Larry King was the moderator. Oh, yeah. And uh, it was Al Gore who was the vice president at the time. And Al Gore made fucking Ross Perot look like a fucking moron. I mean, it wasn't even close. It wasn't even, it wasn't fun. It was funny in a sad kind of way. Because he made it look so fucking stupid. But to, to Ross Perot's credit, he was right about a lot of things when it came to credit, the debt, um, inflation. He was, as a businessman, he was absolutely correct. Mm -hmm. When it came to NAFTA, which he was correct in the long run, but Al Gore picked him apart on detail. I don't know if you saw it, but or not. It was it was it was sad to watch in a way. And anyway, I always thought an Al Gore versus Donald Trump because they're highly intelligent. Both of them. Al oh, Gore's a fucking genius. There's no way around it. And Trump is a genius too, whether you like him or not. That would be fucking entertaining beyond belief to me. It would just like Mr. Spock versus a hyperactive Mr. Spock. I mean, it would just be it'd be fucking crazy. 
tell anyway. This night. <laughs> I have a Bigfoot thing when you're ready. If you want to continue. Let's do Bigfoot. Yeah. Give me a chance to think and digest something I want to just All right. So I have another report. This is from uh, 2019. It was a summer. It was June 12th of 2016. This was in the Washington County of New York State. And this is on the north side of Whitehall, New York, which I've been to. Whitehall. Uh, which the nearest town was Whitehall, and the nearest road was Main Street of Whitehall, which I've been down a few times. Observed, the witness is walking his dog between 4 and 5 p.m. A tractor-trailer truck nearly turned the corner around the truck. Wait, a tractor-trailer truck nearly turned the corner around the truck, and the creature stood up. Witness turned around and walked away quickly, glancing over his shoulder. The creature walked away smoothly. The dog, a beagle hound, did not notice the creature as the witness walked away. The witness was upwind, uh, not in a hurry stride, moving in a fluid mode. Oh, the witness was upwind. He noticed the creature did not have a hurried stride and moved in a fluid motion. Um, witness and others, including, I'm not going to say the person's name, found 12-inch footprints in a bedding area uh, nearby the following days. The two foot and a two foot stride between the tracks. Approximately a six foot tall, slender in appearance, maybe 200 pounds. The head had a pointed cone shape, no definitive forehead. Dark brown color, did not see face well, did not have a neck. Broad shoulders, one yard wide. The chest was nondescript. Long arms ended near the knees. The arms only swung slightly. Saw dark, hairy hands. Big, dark, hairy legs, nothing unusual. No gentalia noticed. No smell notice, and Beagle did not notice either. Uh, the creature headed toward the only route towards a forest. This is the north side of Whitehall near Lake uh, Champlain. Did not hear any noise. Uh, the witness is a bear hunter and knew it was not a bear. Several dumpsters from two restaurants and an apartment structure nearby. Uh, I'll just know the bedding area discovered by girlfriends. Several restaurant dumpsters nearby. Floods after spring rains. Uh, so anyway, uh, I know the, the person who found the tracks, so I'm not going to mention their names. The first name is Paul. Um, he gave me a personal tour of... Oh, nice. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, he's on these written books. He's yeah. been on every fucking Bigfoot thing. But, uh, I'm not sure if he'd want me to say his name on the air. I don't you think won't. he would have a problem with that. Well, I'll pray that, but you yeah. probably should. Yeah, yeah, be careful. But anyway, so uh, interesting. Another yeah. uh, interesting... Well, it's interesting because you said the dogs didn't notice anything. Yeah, the dogs didn't notice anything. He, and they were up Counter story. Yeah. Same right. thing. You would think the dogs would notice. Right. Um, that. And I think it has to do with the wind direction. Right. You know, the dogs are going to sense the smell or, you know. Yeah. You know, so. That's just my opinion. Yeah. And, and, you know, that's a great thing. This pissed me off. Um, so I saw on Facebook maybe six months ago, someone posted, oh, this local Bigfoot, you know, uh, expert. Uh, I called him the other day and blah, blah, blah. Who the fuck's this guy? Never heard of this guy. What makes him a fucking Bigfoot expert? You know, and it, it comes down to UFOs too. What, or ghost hunting. What makes a person, and we've had this discussion oh, before. Oh yeah, we have. That is such bullshit. We're all amateurs. We don't have some secret fucking, you know, insight into Sasquatch or UFOs or, or uh, you know, fucking ghosts. It's not like they come to us at our house when everyone else went home and has a discussion with right. us. You know, I mean, like, it... It, to me, it's so goddamn ridiculous to call someone an expert in this field. In any well, field, in the paranormal. Because we, we don't know shit. We're all learning. And if, you know, I, 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 funny story is I joined another Bigfoot group on Facebook, a big one. Did you? There's a whole state of fucking Pennsylvania. And they've got, like, 
people in every fucking county, and they hold monthly meetings, and all this wow. shit, investigate. Oh, yeah, these people are top-notch, you know, and there's a bunch of rules. Bunch of rules. Bunch of rules. And, no, uh, we don't want to share the location. None of this bullshit, you know. You, you, okay, we saw this, but we can't tell you where it was. You know, the same bullshit you see in the entire Bigfoot community. Oh, well, this is happening, but we can't tell you where. We have a lot of people there. Or we can't show you the footage because, you know, we... We're looking out for the Bigfoot. So, with this mentality, the goddamn thing is never going to be found. Because <laughs> no one's working together. Yeah, everything is top secret FBI. You know, I mean, it's not like you're hiding Noah's fucking ark. You know what I mean? Come on! You know? Let's solve this shit already. Let's work together. Okay, I'm off my tangent. Go ahead. Well, yeah, the whole expert thing. See, and that's... See, and I, I feel that ghost hunting is just the opposite because everyone and their brother wants to be is a ghost hunter. Right. Get a tape recorder and flashlight in there. So that's where I feel having titles sometimes helps. So you know that you're talking... So when you call someone, when you, you look for someone to, to help you with something, you can have an idea that you either talking to someone knows what's going on, or you just got the kid that guys running around well, with a flashlight. I don't mind like a senior field investigator. I'm okay with a senior field investigator title. I'm okay with that. Or you know, uh, you know, novice. I'm okay with the word novice. <laughs> But expert, that's where I draw the line. Let's see. Someone's, someone's got to be an expert, though. No, no, no one's an expert. No one's an Some expert in anything. No, that's expert. bullshit. No, no experts. No experts in anything. Nope. <laughs> we will differ. So, but if you were a nuclear physicist, you'd be an expert in that. Well, that's bona fide science that can be measured in calculated. Oh, see, 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 that's where, that's, that's where it comes in, because... Because paranormal is not a bona fide well, exactly. science. Exactly. And there's nothing, there's very little that's but tangible that you can hold in your to, hands. To the, and any three of those fucking subjects. To the, to the extent that you can be. We're an dealing expert. with, we're dealing with three different phenomenons, all right, that science right. isn't really fucking, well, UFOs are starting to come into the mind line. Yes. Yeah. The, the line line. But for the <laughs> most part, you're dealing with three different phenomenons that scientific community last center's call center doesn't take serious. Right. Right? So, it's very hard to call someone an expert. Like, I've heard guys talk, and they consider themselves an expert. Like, oh, I, you know, they'll say shit. They'll, in interviews, they'll say, well, I know they, they bury their dead. Okay, how the fuck do you know that? Tell me what knowledge you have as an expert that tells me you know they bury their dead. Okay, they'll say shit like that. Or, yep. you know, no, I put the population at uh, the Sasquatch in the United States, North America, about 6,800. Great. Where did you come up with that fucking number? How did you get the numbers? And they'll say this. They'll say numbers like that. I'm, I'm pretty, it was like 4,000, but I'm saying 6,800. They'll say numbers like 6,800 or 4,800 or something like that. Okay, great. What knowledge, what data gave you that number to throw out okay. there as a population? Please tell me because I can't fucking understand where you came up with it. <laughs> so... I know what you're saying. I get what you're saying. I do, I do feel you on this. I guess what I'm saying. 
You know the wife. Yes. You know her abilities. Yes, I know her and I get, and everyone believes in her abilities. You can't, you can't, yeah, 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 you should be. You can't scientifically prove her abilities, which does. Right. But if you believe in her, and you feel that she is being genuine and truthful in what she does and says and says she sees and who she talks to, you've got to give her some credence over the so guy what? the guy just running around with a flashlight and tape recorder and a camera saying he's seen a ghost and that they do this and they do that. See now I I but see that's where I come a little bit different. I don't call her an expert. I call her the real deal. Alright, so that's so to me that's a different thing. But Alright. So I guess what I'm saying is that if you believe she has had contact with the other side, then you've got to give some credibility to some of the theories that she has on the dead and spirits and ghosts and whatever versus just Joe Ghost Hunter that may see something totally opposite. But, again, we're, it's two different realms. Joe Ghost Hunter is not a psychic. He's coming from a scientific, he's going to go from a scientific uh, way of but, thinking. But there's no science there. You've you already said there's no science there. Right, but he's still going to try and apply, he's still going to try and apply, if he's any worth his salt, he's going to try and apply scientific principle to what he's investigating. He's going to use the method of science, where someone like your wife, who's a gifted psychic, is going to come from a spiritual realm, a spiritual way of looking at things. And it's a totally different process. I don't know. I just... We'll disagree. Well, <laughs> we're not disagreeing. And I guess what I'm saying is that Everything used to investigate ghosts is a huge leap of faith. Huge leap of faith. You're, you're taking a leap of faith that ghosts do manipulate electronic fields to communicate. We don't know. We don't, we, there's no way we can know. You know what I'm saying? Right, but what are they using to measure those fields? They're using a gauze meter. They're using... Uh, You're using devices e that would be able to pick up a change in the natural environment. That's a scientific principle. Right. But to... to, uh, to they're not experts. They're not, <laughs> they're not experts. They're not, they're not experts. I guess... And again, I enjoy it. I believe in some. Of this, I believe in the stuff I no, do. I, think, I believe in the stuff no, I'm I doing. I think. I think. I think spirits and energy can <laughs> manipulate energy in our world. I guess, I guess it comes out. This is where I guess. I guess this is the the sticky point that we're we're seeing now in the field, 
is that everything's a fucking demon. Everything's a demon. If you're coming from a Christian standpoint, everything's a demon. Not scientific. Everything's a demon. You would think that. Everything's a demon. Right, right. Everything's a demon. <laughs> and a lot of you, the first one to tell you, she doesn't believe in demons. But a lot is also wicked pagan, and they don't believe in the devil or a singular God. Now she'll say there's evil in the world, and if there's evil in this world, there's evil in the other realm. In the other realm. But it's not necessarily a demon, a spawn of hell type of thing. And that's, that's, demon's the big thing, demon's the big thing, it's the big thing, demon, 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 demon. No, not necessarily. I haven't made my mind all about that yet. I'm still doing my research, <laughs> and I'm not an expert. Oh, <laughs> uh, we're just, and we really... Right. Digress at this yes, point. I'm just saying, okay. it's a whole nother That's show. That's another show. Yeah. That's a whole nother yeah, show. Another show. All right, so um, wrap it up tonight. <laughs> yes. Good. Just solid two hours, and that's nice. Didn't have a lot of a lot of controversial conversations. Uh, Thanks for joining two, us. Two wrongs don't make a right. Exactly. Two rights make an airplane, though. Or do they? <laughs> or do they? do they? Do they? Were they just time travelers? Time travelers. Time travelers. Sure, right there, time travelers. All right, but I want to thank everybody. Right. Yes, thank you, everyone. Welcome back. And one more to come. Yep. And our nap. Have a good night. Stay safe and sound until hopefully next and week. And remember, in the immortal words of our great founding father of Let's Talk Ghosts, Remember, the best system you can have in the field is yourself. Everything else just takes batteries or something to that degree. Yeah. Yeah. Steve's saying it every fucking show. You're the, you're the biggest tool in the field. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Have a good day. The views and opinions expressed on this program are those of the expressor and do not necessarily represent those of the owner, management, or anyone else. This program is meant for mature listeners, and some of the language and topics may not be suitable for younger or sensitive individuals. If you are easily offended, or have a delicate constitution you may want to turn the program off now. The host and guest are welcome and encouraged to exercise their First Amendment rights as much as they want. This is a, right to listen to program, and as such anyone for any reason at any time can stop listen by turning the program off. The program is here for entertainment, and hopefully some education. This will be accomplished through facts, fiction, sarcasm, and parody. Much like the mainstream media, we will try to verify information, but are under no obligation to do so prior to releasing said information. Any references to specific individuals, that may or may not have done something, is strictly for a point of reference and most likely was based on something found on the internet. Use discretion when listening and always feel free to double check our information if you want.